Lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny, your gleefully giddy gecko. It's been a while since we did that. It has been. Um, the last episode we had, we talked about us possibly not coming back, taking a little hiatus. And we did just that. We did. Um, so, uh, but, you know, we, leading up to this episode, we did a nice little rollout. You know, mm-hmm. we dropped uh, snippet videos and then we dropped a trailer. Uh, we dropped mm-hmm. a YouTube video. A we reaction. We dropped a reaction to YouTube, the YouTube video. video. So, um, and we'll put all that inside of the show notes and everything. But uh, welcome back, you know. To another um, episode of Lovers Quarrel. If this is your first time listening to us. Welcome. If it's your second time listening to us. Welcome back. And this is your third or more time. Your family. You're a lover. So, um, you know, uh, with Danny and I, you know, we're quarantining like everybody else, but we're also parents. We're husband and wife. Uh, we're working full time and everything else. So while we love podcasting and everything, uh, the world kind of hit us hard with everything that was going on. And we decided to take a break mm-hmm. um, just so we can uh, recharge, re- regroup and um, and change our days for when we're releasing. So uh, it's a Monday and this mm-hmm. will be our new format. We're coming out on Mondays now instead of Fridays. So you get us earlier and, you know, we, we're hoping that with that, you know, we can have more engagement with those who listen and our lovers and, and everything else. So, you know, we hope that you guys enjoy this new format. And it's not, the format isn't really different. It's just the date we're dropping. Like, we're still going to have elevator talk and we're still going to be quarreling and reading love notes and everything. But we are, you know, at the encouragement and, and guidance of um, some uh, very important players in the podcasting world. You know, we made the decision to um, adjust our drop date. Because now, when you hear us on Mondays, that means you got all week to listen to us and tune in and give us your thoughts and feedbacks and feedback, not feedbacks, and do all that all that jazz. Um, and hopefully, you know, we'll see some improvements and some, you know, more interaction from you guys. And we're going to try and make sure that we're more engaging with you all more on social media as well. Um, but yeah, like to echo TJ's sentiments, we're just glad to be back. We, we needed a much, you know, we needed a break. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, we've been going nonstop for almost three years. Like, I'm not going to say nonstop. Like, there were only a few. Last summer, we were doing like every other week. Okay, but that's still like, we, we scaled it back. We've never taken off a month straight. We have not. Ever. I'll give you that. And so, um,. Yeah, I'm just glad to that we're back and we, we, we have this. This is some time that TJ and I, get, you know, always kind of get to see and kind of spend with each other. As you, if you've watched the snippets, if you watch the, the the trailer and our little, you know, Danny and TJ behind the scenes look or whatever, you can definitely see that me and TJ are like this all the time. And more than anything, you can see that TJ, you know, is a very bothersome individual. I just think that's just how you show person. love. Recorded how it. the camera person so we're gonna definitely shout out my baby cousin and I because she did her motherfucking thing she did and she was had guest on our show a couple of months back but now I'm in that now I understand how reality TV works oh cause oh she edited it away to make it you're not gonna slander you her said it. Name. I didn't say that you're trying to make all I said was I ins- now understand how reality TV you're works you're trying to insinuate things that are not true at the end of the day yeah we're just here <laughs> and we're back and we're gonna get back into it and then we're gonna you know we're going to do our thing, and then we're going to talk to you about what's just been going on in our world. Kind of keep you in the loop for the last 30 or so days. So, as always, it is now time for our elevator talk. Would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? I can go first. All right, where are you going? Let's go out. <clears throat> Hopefully I'm not a little rusty. Going up. Um, so, I'm going up. Uh, my mother stayed with us for the last month. Mm-hmm. Um, and Danny's cousins have been staying with us um, as well. So it's just, you never realize how much you like miss your family mm-hmm. until you don't see them. And then when they're there, it's kind of like, 
ah, this is, you know. Even though my mother being here, I didn't get used to being around her again. Really? Yeah, because my mother asks a lot of questions. Like, why do you do this? Why? And it's just like, what? Like, and now you know how it feels. Because you ask a lot of fucking questions. Watch your mouth. Let me disrespect them. I'm not disrespecting her. I'm disrespecting you. Nah, don't curse when you talk about my mother. I'm not talking about my mother. I'm talking about your mother. I'm talking about you. I know, but you curse in reference to... Continue your story. Continue. So, getting used to that, but I really enjoyed it. I love, you know, seeing my daughter play with her and my daughter play with her cousins and just be so, like, happy. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it's that's going to be kind of, like weird for me mm-hmm. like not waking up and not seeing my mother mm-hmm. but you know shout shout out to your parents um well shout out to my parent I, I would say because i was explaining to her like you know i wish she could stay longer but um she also take care of my grandmother and everything but she you know i i, I was saying that to her well i guess you were saying jess would mm-hmm. that be the right like kind of sort of joking but kind of serious yeah, so not just. I was saying it in passing. Yeah. But I wasn't saying it like, hey, you got to stop what you're doing. I was just like, you know, I know you can't stay long because you got to go visit grandma and, and you know, stuff like that. But she made it happen. And, you know, it just reminded me that, you know, as parents, it's about the kids. And you do. Again, I'm 32 years old. My mother stopped everything to just make sure that she fulfilled that for me. And, you know, that's what being a parent is to me. Like, fuck the gifts. Fuck any of that extra stuff but it's like when you need your parent there the fact that she was able to drop everything to be here for me was more than enough for me so i'm happy about that um happy my family uh came uh down for fourth of july weekend i got to see like my cousins my aunt my uncle and i haven't seen them in months Mm -hmm. maybe i want to say maybe february Mm mm-hmm or January. It could have been later than that. I think it was February because that was the last time we were in New York. Last time we was in New York was in March. It was like well, February going into March. Yeah, but I'm just saying I don't I don't think I seen all my aunts at the time. That's I'm trying to remember the last time I seen all my I remember the last time we seen my parents because they came and helped us move. Yeah. So that's the last time I seen my parents and my brother, my immediate family. I'm talking about like my aunts, my uncles, uh, my little cousins. I don't think I've seen them. I thought it was or around break. the end of February because it, it of, might have been or January because of um, Uncle Sean. That's last month's funeral. Mm-hmm. Was at my Uncle Sean's funeral, so yeah. that was in February. That was January. I mean January. So last time I seen my family was in January, and the first time I seen them again was in July. So again, it's small things, but for for me, anyone knows me, know like families, like mm-hmm. I'm embedded. Like I'm a big family person, so I just you know. Really appreciated being able to be with them. You know, everybody's been quarantining and, you know, we practice social distancing somewhat. Um, so, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, I, I definitely practice it. I wasn't like super close and hugging on everybody. But, you know, it was just a great feeling to be with my family and being able to see my family and, and just laughing and joking and, you know, kind of forget about what's going on in the world. Yeah. And just like important to like, it, you know, those interactions are so important, but also, you know, remaining safe is so important because, like, I will say, like, part of why I was comfortable with us even having, you know, some extended family come through is because we know that everybody's been, like, maintaining, you know, following protocols and being safe and people ain't just out there, like, ripping and running the streets because that's, that's a whole nother story and mess or whatever. We could talk about that later in the episode. But um, I'm glad that, you know, you had that. And I know that you missed your family. And I'm glad that, like, because everybody had been, you know, practicing safety and social distancing and and, um, and not, uh, you know, abusing, you know, whatever freedoms we've been kind of given and that we were able to safely come together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. And I love that, you know, Tatum is getting to see her family and, you know, she just like clicks with them so well. And it's like, and, and saying that, not to say that she wouldn't, but just because, you know, when you, when small children don't see certain relatives like all the time, it takes them a little bit of time to warm up. But for her, it just doesn't take long at all. And that's just like a blessing. And I'm glad that she gets that time. And I'm glad that, you know, we get that time. Um, I'm going to continue and I'm going to be continuing to go up. And um, 
I'm I'm in a good space because you know what we're back and even though sometimes episodes in the past have been like felt like a chore because we took the time off because we did what we needed to do because you know we we carved out space for ourselves I am really excited to be back and for you guys to hear what we've been up to and hopefully to you know re-engage with us um I'm also going up because it is the month of July which means what it's almost my birthday and so therefore um I'm excited about that even though I know I am piss poor at like planning stuff for my birthday and clearly coronavirus is not going to let me be great um in the ways that I imagine but I am going to reimagine being great in new and different ways um with the assistance of my wonderful event planner TJ because he is going to you already planned it I, I was already I was already planning stuff for you and you do what you always do I I made a suggestion no you didn't make a suggestion you started off as, as a suggestion, and he was like, no, this is what we're doing. Well, I said, this is what I think I want to do. And then you and didn't then, say anything. You just said... I know, but how else do I tell somebody, like, I'm planning something for you already? Like, well, you do exactly what you always do. If I'm planning, if I'm not planning, you wait until the last minute to be like, oh, I want to do something, and now it's Well, like, I don't have to do anything. I just had some ideas. Well, and, I'm, and then you can take those, and you mm-hmm. can do with them what you want. Nope. You can plan your own birthday. You are. See, but then the problem is that I never know if you're serious or not. So then I'm I like, am serious. I might not plan anything. And then you're going to be like, I no. told you to plan it. And then you didn't do anything. That's no, your fault. Plan. Or if I continue doing it, you'd be like, no, I really was planning something. And now I'm, I don't know. You can plan. It's I don't, okay. I don't want to. You I already w- did. I just had an idea. Okay. I had a theme, a thematical suggestion. Anyway. And um, the last thing I'm going to say I'm going up for is that. You know, while work is busy, super busy, I'll be doing work after this. Um, I'm grateful because I'm working. I'm working hard. I'm, I'm learning new things. I'm navigating new waters. Um, sometimes while it is annoying because sometimes I feel like I got to send three emails to blow my nose because everything requires a you know cross check and cross check. I am grateful that I am working. I am grateful that I am being valued, it feels like, at my job. And that you know things are kind of coming together i'm being trusted and and trusted and entrusted with certain responsibilities um so yeah i'm gonna keep you know busting my ass there too but that's all i got for elevator talk what about you good i'm good because i started oh you absolutely right my bad you may have forgot it's been so long since we've done an episode you may not remember how, how this thing goes so you just well you clearly didn't forget how to be a shady lady <laughs> so with that said, we're going to go ahead and jump into our relationship tip of the week. And Don't do it. See, I hope that for those of you who watched the sneak peek video, the behind the scenes, like in the life of Danny TJ, now can understand. Excuse me. And that you had the visual accompaniment of TJ's shady antics and messy antics now and you can see like what I have to deal with and notice that this thing happens all day every day which is why I sound so exasperated with him on the show so anyway my relationship tip of the week is relevant to our hiatus that we did which is sometimes in relationships you need to just take the time take the time that you need to reevaluate rejuvenate rest relax restore any pick any word but even the best of situations and the best of intentions can sometimes become overwhelming or could become too much or sometimes life happening makes this labor of love some labor of love that's up that makes up your relationship um difficult and when that happens you need to you know, understand that there is nothing wrong sometimes with putting something to the side for a little bit to to give yourself some grace, give yourself some space and to, you know, kind of recalibrate basically. And so that applies to me and TJ when it comes to this, when it comes to the podcast, but it also applies to relationships. It applies to and all types of relationships where taking the time that you need could be, you know, focusing your attention on something else more than the other. Taking the time could mean, you know, taking some time apart from each other. Taking the time that you need could be recommitting yourself to 
yourself or to your partner but it's like making carving out time for you to like reprioritize and i know it's not a lot of words that start with the letter r but they all apply to the situation so in relationships sometimes you need to take the time that you need in order to get back to us or get back to yourself and with that i yield so for mine i'm going to say during especially during quarantine time um and even outside of quarantine time but i'm gonna say be creative Mm. um you know you can't go to movie theaters but you can make a movie theater in your own facts um you know you can still take walks in your neighborhood or you know maybe take a drive somewhere and you know, or go go in your backyard and y'all can look at the stars or, you know, just utilize what we have to still be able to be creative. Again, Danny birthday is coming up and I was going to do this as extravagant social distancing type of party that I could have done. She ruined it, by the way. I did but not ruin it. That's besides the Because point. I had a, 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 theme, it's a thought that counts. A theme suggestion. So it's a thought that counts. I'm not saying nothing else. I was being thoughtful and I was being creative with what we could with what we have. So utilize that to just remember just because we're in a quarantine. I'm still talking. talking. (laughs) Whatever. Go ahead. It's still my mic. Rock out. Thank you. I forgot my thought because you were being so rude. I, I allowed you to speak during yours. You're talking you about my birthday here. party and your plan. Birthday party. Oh, my my oh my god, this party would have been so fire, but she ruined it. So Yes, that's all I have. Listen, be creative during this time and and, and, and even when, when things get back to normal, just just remember that you can you can still do stuff that's like fun, interactive and all that other stuff. And it could be creative, you know? So with that, I yield. And I smoked you. You didn't smoke me. Goodbye. Whatever. Um, so. Do you remember what goes next or not? It's your word of the week. Okay. And oh. you're going to try and stump me on the first time out the gate in a month or so? Anyway. My word of the week is gourmand. Make oh, sure. Make I'm about sure. to say... Gourmand. Uh, oh, I did say it right. It's Roger, ah. not Rebecca. Gourmand. A gourmand is someone obsessively and unhealthy devoted to eating good food and lots of it. Gourmand. Gourmand. Can I hear the the pronunciation again? Gourmand. Okay. Want to hear one more time? Gourmand. One more time for you. <laughs> Shut up. Gourmand. All right. I'm just, spell it for you too? Shut up. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm just going to go for it. G-O-U-R-M-O-N-D. Woo! You got wrong. Oh, was it an A? Yo, oh, man. Why would we be recording? Because if you, you could have seen her, it wasn't A. G-O-U-R-M-A-N-D. Gourmand. Because it sounds like... Well, you listen to his uh, pronunciation. You didn't want to hear mine, so... You said it the same way, nigga? What the fuck? It's different when it's like a human versus a robot, but whatever. Why would you try to play Trust me like that? the white man instead of the brother man. You tried to play me just now. I did. You really, like... Listen, this may be my favorite episode because we're coming back and I stumped you. You didn't stump me. If we were doing a spelling bee, would you have I would advanced? have. I would not have. No. All right, then. All right, then. Because you would have got stumped. It's not stumped. Stumped your ass. It's not like I didn't know how to <laughs> spell the whole word. I just messed up on a letter. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't get stumped. You just failed yourself. I'll take that, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're so annoying. Anyway, um, now that we've gotten through this, you know, that frivolous segment called Board of the Week... We are going to drop our black history fact for the week. And we are going to look at all the facts for the month of July and share the ones that we think would be of most interest to you. Um, So I can go first. And this one's pretty straightforward. But um, on July 17th, and actually let me take make sure july 17th 1935 the diane carroll 
was born. Who is she? Diane Carroll was a phenomenal black actress. She was the first black actress to have a um, a television show where she was the, the star of it um, on network television. She played a nurse. And it was like a, I think it was like a 30 minute like sitcom type thing. And it was like in the 70s, I think it came out. And then she was on this, the 80s um, soap opera called, um, oh my God, was it Dallas? Whatever it was called. The one with like, where she talks about the champagne. She's like, the champagne is burned. I think she played Dominique Devereaux. She was a bad bitch. And she's just like a singer. I think dancer, actress extraordinaire. She's just like, like put her, like think, when you think of her, like the way people think of like Sydney Poitier. And so she's like up there. Gotcha. So yes, the Diane Carroll actress was born the day after me on July 17th, 1935. Um, shout out to my fellow cancers because it is our season. She Let's get ready to. After your birthday. She was born after you. No, she wasn't one after me. One day after my birthday. Okay, forgive me. I apologize, but I mean, no, is, you can. I mean, it could be. It, you are old, so shut up. <laughs> it is cancer season, Ooh, so it's gonna be a lot of crying. Let's get a lot of emotions. Get it off exactly, a whole bunch of crying. It's not a whole bunch of crying. Just, Just because we angry are, faces, we are the nurturers of the zodiac because we are in tune with our emotions with the zodiac at least we're not a little raggedy pisces anyway who always pendulum swinging one way or the next i'm pissed i'm ecstatic like <sighs> at least you know it's one one of the one or the other not, not a mixture of both exhausting anyway what's your black history fact so on july 6 1957 that wasn't on purpose but that's how it fell uh Althea Gibson is the first African-American to win Wimbledon. Dope. So, I would have never known that. So I knew who Althea Gibson was. I mean, you're smart, so. I am. I'm not saying that I'm not smart, but you're, you're very worldly. You're smart, too. You're pretty worldly. I'm decent. Well, that is our Black History Month fact for this episode. And we are going to go ahead and take a quick little break to hear from our sponsor. And then we will be back to catch you up on what's been going on in our life. Hey friend, it's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support, unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor. Go to GainSportsGear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you too can embrace the process by using our code LOVERS10 at Gaines, G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com. And now, back to the episode. And we are back. Back. And so, TJ and I just felt like it would be in good taste to just update y'all on what's been going on in our world and just kind of loop you in and go for the ride with us. So I feel like- broke our- Oh uh, my God. She flooded our house. We can definitely talk about this. I did not flood the house. I couldn't wait to talk about this. We could clear the air. Danny uh, flooded our house. I did not flood our house. Destroyed our living room. I did not do anything. And she really didn't. So like I said in the video for insurance purposes, what happened? What ha- what happened was the burst. I mean, the shower head uh, came. The shower head and the spout. The arm. The arm for the wall and, and our master shower came off. Yes, I just happened to be the one in the shower when it happened. But the reason why I said it's her fault is because many years ago. Oh my gosh! When we lived in a, in an apartment in college, the doorknob broke in my hand. I put it back. I opened the door, closed it, opened the door, closed it. Everything was good. But when she came home drunkenly with her friends after she was out there being a thought. Really? She couldn't get in the house. And her thought-ass line sister, hey, Megan, uh, stated, she gonna curse you stated that TJ broke the door. She didn't tell her, she didn't tell Danny anything. She, 
Let me tell you about Megan. No, she did not say that. So what happened? What did she tell you? She said it fell off when TJ was here. And then he put it back on and he said it was fine. So she didn't. She was like, she had no reason she not to. She literally, be- she was on the couch and she literally seen me open the door, close the door. Open the door, close the door. That still doesn't take away from the fact that doors so don't. Okay, anyway, so that me. happened. And then Danny came home. She was drunk and she was upset that she couldn't get inside of our house and all this other stuff. So she blamed me for that. So now we move forward to the present day. And, and the shower thing. broke with her, right? So anyone who's listening, if we're gonna call it a spade a spade, I'm gonna tell you apples you got- for apples, oranges for oranges. I'll tell you what you fucked up, but go ahead. Anyway, it broke on her, right? So that means she did it. But go ahead. You know you're not fucked up now. I definitely did. The the issue is never the appliance or the the equipment or whatever, the part of our household that was faulty and stopped working. The issue where you and I are different, where we are not the same, is that we sought help with the plumbing issue that we had at this house. Because if the shower had popped back on or whatever, I still would have called a plumber. I still would have had somebody fix it. I still would have tried to address the issue because just like doorknobs don't fall off every day. If it was broken. I let you speak. I let you speak. Yeah, you jumped into it. Don't do that. If it was broken, if, if doorknobs don't all, don't fall off normally, like that's not a common occurrence, and neither are shower heads. So the issue becomes not that it was just like okay, well it worked now. The fact is like you could have had it got it to work for the time being, but a reasonable person would say, hmm, doorknobs don't typically fall off in people's hands every day. I don't so agree with I that. might just need I don't to. Agree with that. I that's... might just need to call the maintenance man. And this is why we live in an apartment where we had a maintenance man on duty. But TJ was, no, was preoccupied with other things at that time. First, so off, I first off, it was a weekend. And no, I'm not going to call the maintenance man after I've seen that it worked. If you were able to put that damn shower head back on, you would have not called no maintenance man. I would have absolutely. You definitely wouldn't TJ, have. You're a liar. Shower heads do not. Don't call me a liar. You're a liar. Shower heads don't fall off every day. So I would have tried to buy more sealant to like make sure it's stuck. I don't give a fuck if I got fucking super glue. Exactly. A, you just said it. You would have. You you exactly. But it would have you been been not called no. You would have not called no maintenance person. But it was about trying to like. You would have figured it out. Queer and seek help. Oh it's gosh. about seeking help. If you were able to put it back and you sealed it and everything was fine, you would have not called nobody. Same exact thing. So it's you rest my case. No, it's not the same. It exactly. is because I put it. I put it back. You, and didn't, it was know, you didn't know repairs. I did. What do you? I put you, it back. I made sure that it worked, and I left. It's the same thing. I think you didn't call for help because you were preoccupied. I had nothing to do with being preoccupied. If the door would have not went back, I would have called. That's that's common sense. The fucking door opened. It opened, closed, opened, closed. Why, why am I going to call the maintenance to say, hey, the doorknob fell off, but I just opened it and closed it twice. So, and then they would call me like, they would have been like, so what do you want me to do? Do doorknobs normally fall off every day? They don't. So? But it hasn't. What? Just because it doesn't happen every day doesn't mean... That just, I feel like that would be like a little flag, like, huh, maybe I should have somebody take a look at this. Okay. That's what you say. I don't agree with that. Shower head falling off wasn't my fault. It just happened when I was in the shower. So how is it that the doorknob is my fault, but the shower head is not your fault? I never said the doorknob falling off was your fault. I said that you got calling for assistance to make sure that it was properly fixed was your fault. That's all I've ever been trying to say this entire time. But why would I call them if, if it worked when I last checked it? I don't know what happened in between the hours of, let's say, 8 or 9 and 2 o'clock in the morning. We don't know if Megan left and came back. We don't know any of that. But the only thing we do know is that I was the last person to touch the door. The only thing we do know is that you were the last person to touch that, that fucking shower head. Therefore, it's your fault. No, it's not. Case. It's not my fault. I rest my case. So, anyway. So, yes. Yeah, so, Danny caused that. I did not cause that. but She didn't cause it, but yes. The, we had a flood. We had a flood. So, our master bathroom shower, the pipes and everything, because the shower arm broke, caused the flood. The entire ceiling in our living room of our new home was soaking wet. Um, like, I come downstairs and I'm like, 
I'm coming downstairs with Tatum because I, I, you know, I, I at this point like the shower hair broke, but I'm like, okay, well, I need to see. I, I need to. I hit up our like repairman guy and was like, hey Val, can you come and like you know check this out or whatever? So seeking help, I you know the thing that you do when things break, but I um I'm the I, one so who told you to reach out. I because not because you know better. When you know better, you do better. So when you um. So then, you know, I'm getting dressed and Tatum's, you know, I bring Tatum downstairs with me so that way I can get her something to eat before I start my day. And all of a sudden, y'all, all I hear is, and I'm just like, the fuck is that? So I like look around the kitchen and like I'm looking into the living room because the living room's next to the kitchen. But of course, it's like, it's not like pouring, but I hear the sound, but I'm not realizing like what it is that I'm listening to or looking at so i'm literally like so like uh there's a there's a the the meme or the gift that they have you know of that woman that's like bent over she's got the real close short haircut and the glasses and she's squinting real hard because she's leaning forward like looking for something that was me and she um so yeah so i'm looking and all of a sudden like i look up and i see the whole fucking ceiling and I realized like and I'm looking at the fan the ceiling fan in the middle of the living room and it's like I can now I can see the water dripping from the ceiling fan so y'all I like put Tatum down I run upstairs and I'm like babe I'm like there's a leak in the in the living room and I'm just like running up and down the stairs like shit 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 I'm scrambling I'm running down the steps and then I'm like trying to I'm like I need to turn off the water I need to turn off the water of course like my brain is like spacing out so my stupid ass runs to the, the circuit breaker instead of the like the hot water or the excuse me the um, water shut off so then I realize what I'm doing I run, to, I run to the water shut off I shut off the water and then I'm literally like sitting down in the kitchen on the floor like this is gonna cost so much money this is gonna be too much oh my gosh so TJ was like yo he's like let's call an insurance company let's get this party started Call the insurance company, get an adjuster, put a claim in, all that stuff. And long story short, we had the people come out to, you know, gut the entire ceiling, pull up all the carpet, and then they had a thousand fucking uh, fans and dehumidifiers all up and through our um, our house in the living room, in our bedroom, and in the basement, and all the rooms impacted. And then it sounded like a fucking airline hangar for four days in our house. I'm not going to lie. I actually did like that. You felt you slept better? I don't know. I slept. No, I don't think I slept better just because we couldn't hear shit. And because you can't hear nothing. Like, luckily, my body's so used to getting up at a certain time. So it wasn't messing up that. But, like, when when we had the plumber come and we missed him because it was just so loud. But I'm just saying, for me... The noise became like white noise. It became like soothing noise. It's very weird, but it's not something that I would like want forever. But it was something that it was like, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's it was loud. It was it was annoying sometimes. Um, and you know, kind of having a room in your house that's like commonly used. Like if it was another room, it might be have been as big of a deal. But this was like this is like the most like high traffic area in our house outside of like our bedrooms um actually no more than our bedrooms because everybody goes into the living room but um i stayed in the living room yeah and so it's it, it's been like a lot and i mean but this is like this is the part about being an adult it's the part about being a homeowner it's the part about being responsible that like everybody doesn't always talk about but everybody almost everybody has to deal with and it's taught me about the importance of having like coverage and everything else like that because yes while we are spending some money we're not spending nearly as much money as if we had to like come out of pocket for everything and get everything fixed well i don't think you can own a home without having homeowner's insurance if i'm not, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken you might be right but i think it's still like the the quality of the coverage that you have what you know people it varies because you know niggas be trying to skimp on stuff and it's just like you can't you can't do that when it comes to like the places that you're gonna call home and that you're gonna lay your head, especially you if you're shouldn't. spending, especially if you're spending a lot of time there. Like if you spend the rest of your life, you're like we plan on doing with this house. Yeah, like you need, um, you need to make sure that you are protected. So now we have, you know, we still have our our hazmat like section, our the contagion section that I'm. Uh, sometimes I like to call it, you know, up because. 
we still have somebody that has to come in and put up, you know, drywall and new crown molding and everything else in between and painting shit and all that stuff. Our TV was uh, damaged in the process. Yeah, that one got totaled. Tablet. Shit, man. My MacBook. Gone. So, you know. But you got to look at the positives. It could have been worse. Someone could have got hurt. Tatum could have been down there. Um, so for those things, I'm not even like, to me, like it's, it's serious. It's, it's, it's frustrating, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad it happened when it happened. And it's something that, you know, like I prefer it happening now than it being December 23rd or this is as, true. As, as, as my friend Hector said, or Thanksgiving weekend, you know, like, and I mean, I, honestly, I do think being in in a, in a pandemic and having to work from home, stay at home, can't really do much. It it, it also lessened the blow because if we had work in the morning, blown, I'd have to take take, to take, off, the, work, take off of work and, and arrange and, to work from home. Yeah, it, it would have been a lot more. So the fact that it wasn't one of those things, and again, no one was hurt. It's just like you know, materialistic things. We just have to replace it. But other than that, you know what I mean. So. I, I don't take that for granted. I, I am appreciative of those factors, right? Mm-hmm. Other people would probably look at this like it's the worst thing that ever happened. But it's like things happen and it can always be worse. And thing, things can be replaced. Like we're just glad that like like nobody was like Because literally we're the part of the ceiling that like fell. Because like part of the ceiling did fall. Like they didn't just have to like it wasn't just when they came and like gutted the rest of the ceiling. But like a quarter of our ceiling fell on the ground on its own because it was so saturated with water. And that's it was the part of the ceiling that is directly over the couch where everybody, you know, me and TJ and Tatum lay. And it's, you know, like any other, really any other day, any other morning, we would be like, somebody would probably have been chilling on the couch at that time of the morning. So, um, yeah, so it's been, it's been interesting and we've, you know, we're powering through it, but now, you know, by the time this episode drops, I will probably be on the phone with my our insurance adjuster trying to make sure, like, hey, like, let's get this party started to get this stuff fixed because nobody wants to be sitting here with a damn, you know, uh, industrial-looking living room. And I want carpet back in our bedroom because they had to cut, you know, they had to cut, like, a big-ass, stupid-shaped, dumb-ass patch of carpet out of our living room, I mean, out of our bedroom. So now it looks stupid. And then they had to cut like two different holes in our wall in our bastard bedroom to get to the shower. Everything just looks dumb. But again, it could all be repaired. And I'm just glad that it's happening now in warmer weather when we're home, you know, because Lord knows it could always be worse and knock on wood. It won't have to be. But that was that's definitely been the most recent and most major life occurrence that TJ and I have had. That's some real dirty and over grown up shit to happen, but it'd be like that. Oh, definitely. Um, what else is going on? Work, work is busy. Same. For both of us, um, still being parents is is difficult. Um, you know, the world that everyone knows it is like continuing, and it's very we're in a very weird and like space right because covid hit and it's like there's still new reports we don't know when this is going to finish we don't know if there's ever going to be a vaccine we don't know if the vaccine that they create is going to be strong enough to cure people and you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. so it's that weirdness then we have all this racial tension tension and, and racial things that's happening protests and stuff and karen's out here fucking ruining the world so you have that, and then you have people who's just like, I don't give a fuck that COVID is happening. I'm still traveling. I'm still partying. And to me, it's just like, we'll never get out of this because people just don't give a fuck. I saw some stuff on, on and I mean, again, I saw it on Twitter, so I'm going to take a grain of salt with it. But I feel like, I did you see the clip like floating around about like people, was it in Miami or was it in Atlanta? And they were in a club? No. No. Excuse me, I have to call. <coughs> that better not be. Shut up. No. Um, I mean, I've been seeing people like... Like, they were like... I'm just trying to see if I could find it. There were people in Atlanta at how, I mean, at like pool parties. Yeah, I think I saw that. And I was it's, like, yo, we ain't never... Like, yeah. This, like... I've never wanted to party so badly that I'm willing to, like, risk my life or risk 
my loved one's life for that. You know, like it's not even that serious. Mm-hmm. Like this shit is out here killing people, and y'all don't care. We're we're gonna hop on a on a plane. We're gonna spend all this money. We're gonna go through all of this just because we want to have fun, or we want. You know, what I mean, FOMO. Mm-hmm. FOMO is so real, and it's just like while I miss being out and stuff like that, I would rather not be out and possibly catch corona that I can pass on to my wife or pass on to my daughter or pass on to my 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 mother-in-law or, or, mm-hmm. or my sister-in-law like when you do things you got to think about how it may affect everybody else and not just you and I don't think that's what people are doing and listen I can't tell people how to how to live their life but you know yeah it's just I feel like and I'm saying this as somebody who who is like I'm literally like a part of a team of people that like examine and work to honor and uplift and incorporate the social emotional well-being of children and adults into their work into their experience or whatever because your mental health is just as important as your physical health but I feel like there comes a time where like there's got to be some like level of like personal responsibility. And the thing is like you know, I'm sitting here like feeling like questioning myself sometimes because I'm seeing like family and who I know have been social distancing, quarantining only going out when necessary. Only people that are working are the essential ones and then they're still doing what they're supposed to do. They're wearing their masks. They're doing this stuff and the other. Like, I'm sitting here giving myself the blues sometimes or guilt tripping or like, you know, questioning my, you know, am I being selfish because I like want to be around my family when there are people who are flat out like, you know, niggas in the, the Ozarks, even though there's no, no niggas out there, but like having pool parties and people just like out running the streets in like major tourist cities and stuff. And I'm like, is it really that necessary? Is it really that necessary? Because at this point, like I've seen more on my timeline now than than as the as the months have gone by. I have seen more people like, you know, having little like little kickbacks and stuff at their house or whatever or like in the backyard i've seen those types of things and this is like as stuff has like been progressively opening back up but it's like yo we still got to tread carefully and you still got to keep it like low numbers you can't like but seeing people in mass like hundreds of people in the same space when people are sitting there like dining and and like like you're going out for like an experience and i mean to an extent like i i I understand that like safety measures can be executed in any situation because literally that's everybody trying to figure out how do they balance like what we used to do what we have to do and how to make this like you know new normal but i think especially like if you're doing it for entertainment purposes for leisure purposes like there has to be a level of personal responsibility there where are you doing your best to like minimize how much interaction you're having as possible do you have to travel out of state do or not even no i'm not gonna say travel out of state but like do you have to travel to go party somewhere else like hardcore party somewhere else or to be like on somebody's beach or whatever i know i'm a water baby too and i'm i'm fortunate enough to have access to a, a a private pool right i'm not even gonna hold you on that one but i but even if you didn't, you... If I didn't, I would just be in the backyard with the inflatable pool with Tatum fucking around. Like, that and like that would be it. That would be okay. And I'd have, to, I'd have to be okay with that. And because I'm not going to catch a flight to go somewhere because it's my birthday. And I don't know. Like, I just... You can say it. It's, it's... I think that there is... A level of like making sure we got to do some personal responsibility and there's people that we know and love that are doing some of this stuff and I like I'm not trying to shame them and I'm not trying to be like you know look down on them or anything like that but at the same time I'm also like it could it couldn't be me and it's yeah I don't know it's it's a it's a it's a really slippery slope and I, I understand it from both sides of saying like 
you 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 want to you you want to celebrate you want to you want to you know it's summertime and everything like that but everything is a risk and but there's gonna be other birthdays there's gonna be yeah and, and I think that's the the bigger thing right other, because other there'll be other things. opportunities and you know there's some people it's like let's say you were planning to get married in 2020 and then if you can't get married there's some people who's postponing it but then there's some people who's like we just wanted to get married regardless so fuck it we're gonna go to the, to the courthouse we'll figure it out because they wanted to get married it wasn't about just they want to have a wedding it wasn't just about having this big extravagant whatever like mm-hmm. you know what i mean so for them we're going to get married regardless because that's what we need to do whereas other people was like no i'll, I'll wait another year or two or whatever like we don't know what tomorrow's on the show so saying that to say like because we don't know that maybe that's why they're like fuck it i'm, I'm gonna live life regardless but it's like that's what a lot of is people it are. worth is it worth Sorry, it's, it's, it's kind of like dawning on me. Like, we're so individual that we're like, fuck it. We may not even make it. So I'd rather just, I'd rather die having fun having fun, than staying home and, and not having fun. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it feels. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And like, like I said, I fully understand the the need the, the the mindset of like i need to get out i need to do this i need to do that because isolating being in some being in an un even though this is an unconventional form of like isolation and some are more isolated than others it is wearing it is daunting or whatever but at the same time it is it is it's necessary and like you know, we've we've had like again, like we we've said here, we've had people come visit us, we've had this stuff, and so like I'm not sitting here saying like we are above reproach or anything else like that, but I don't know, like you know what this is what I'll say. I almost have more of an issue with the mindset, like. It is what it is. I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let Rona stop me. It's not real. It's this. It's that. That that to me is the is the, probably the most dangerous mindset or rhetoric to kind of profess. Like I could almost sympathize more with people who were like, "Yo, I am struggling. I have to get. I need to be around my people. So I'm gonna come home, or I'll quarantine here, or I'm going to." go be with loved ones, but I'm going to stay there for an extended period of time. But like, it, there's, there's like, I feel like there's, there's, there's like, there's levels to this shit. It's nuance, right? Cause then there's, there's the people who are like, I'm going to just live my life and I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm going to die having fun. Cause I like, well, this Rona shit not real. And I'm not, t- I don't, I don't care. Or y'all, y'all sitting here, y'all letting people tell you how to live your life. And then you got the people who are like, I am really struggling. I need, like, I, I'm, I know I'm taking a risk, but I need this like interaction, but I'm going to try and do it as safely as possible. Or I need this, you know, this moment because I need to be as safe as possible, whatever. Uh, but I'm going to try and be as safe as possible. And then you got the people who are like, I'm not going nowhere. I'm going to just be around like, you know, select family and friends and that's it. And then you got people who are like, yo, fuck this shit. I'm by myself. Like me, my immediate family, that's it. So like there's a spectrum that people fall on, but it's. It kind of those shades of gray, those lines were like, yo, where does it go from being like super, super responsible and diligent and vigilant about what you're doing to like trying to have some level of interaction for your own mental health and wellness and sanity to like this shit's not real. I don't give a fuck about what other people got going on, and I'm gonna do what I want to do because I want to be litty and because it's summertime, like. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Like, summer summer 2020 ain't going to be summer 2016. It ain't going to be summer 16. It's not. And we can't... Why you say summer 16 now? Because I feel like that was the last summer that was, like... It was before Trump. So, really, I just feel like that was the last summer that was... That was lit for you. Well, not just lit for me, but, like, just lit, period. I mean, I feel like last summer was lit to me. I mean, every summer is great, but... Summer is great as in general, but I just think that like I mean, I, honestly, I, I truly do believe it's what you make it. Yeah, 
And I don't, I, you know, and I, I feel like, I even feel a little bit like, you know, nervous some in some ways saying the things that I'm saying too, because I know that like, I'm getting, I'm not in a position to be like, I've been uh, uh, a perfect saint or whatever, but I know, let's say this, I know I wear my motherfucking mask every time I go out. I know I don't pull that shit off my face. I know I'm not going to, you know, I, I know I'm not like surrounding myself with people that have been just out here all willy-nilly and stuff like that. I just, I know that I'm like surrounding myself with people who are being safe. I know that I am adhering to guidelines as best as I can, all of those things. And so it's, again, while I, I'm not saying that we are perfect, I'm also saying like, we not out here wilding either. And that's the shit that I can't feel. Like I just, I, like I look at movies and, te- I don't know if I'm the only person that looks at movies and television right now. And now I look at them and I'm like, yo, they in a room of mad fucking people. And I'm like, yo, this shit will never happen like this again. Or mm-hmm. for no, no, for a long time. Would you prefer that TV like reflect realism going forward? Like, do you think that's how it's gonna be? Like, hey, we got corona. Like, now I just said I'm like, what is SBU gonna look like? What is reality TV gonna like? Period. Like, I mean, listen, 90 Day Fiance sent them niggas tripods. Did and they really? Yeah, them motherfuckers been recording from their homes because I mean, certain reality shows the dynamic is the interactions between the people. So if the people are still around each other. That's all that really matters. But like, doing MTV is the challenge. Like, you're not gonna be able to do that shit because you need that. And people are still like doing show certain things and shows and stuff like that but they've been talking about how they're gonna like you know cast and crew have to quarantine for two weeks together they get the test they get this that, and the other and then they can shoot and then they have to go back same thing how like they're talking about with the nba and everything else but it you know i guess the question is going to be really when it comes down to it, like was it worth it because we've reached a point as a country that our and you know i really do blame our government in some a lot of ways because because their preoccupation with getting back to business as usual even though this world is no longer business as usual is the reason why states are opening up and people are feeling emboldened they're like we got to get back to work i need a haircut i want to go do this with my friends instead of people being like yo this is not even a political thing this is literally a a health crisis Mm -hmm. and you're making you're politicizing it and now the irony of it all is the same motherfucking countries because we're the country we don't want immigrants and we don't want these illegal aliens and stuff like that. And now motherfuckers all over the world are like, yo, them Americans can keep their fucking asses right where they are. You cannot come in. Because I was just talking to um, whoever I was talking to earlier and a, a, a group of Americans thought they were going to keep it cute and take a charter or a private jet to Italy to go or whatever. And as soon as they got to their borders, Italy was like, and you from where? Oh, United States? You can take your shit right back where you going and turn right back around and talk about a waste of fucking gas. Um, you know, people going to the, the Caribbean, somebody went to Jamaica and they had to do everything short of giving a vial of blood. It sound, seemed like before they could even get access into the country because, and I've read Mexico was like, nope, we're good. Y'all can stay over there. So now we were building a wall and Mexicans was like, nah, actually that wall was for y'all so y'all can keep the fuck out. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's scary to think what, our new normal is going to look like for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I try to remain as positive as possible, but just knowing how everything is unfolding, everything is looking, it, it is very scary to think that, you know, masks is going to be a normal thing. Social distancing may be a, a normal thing going forward. And that's crazy, right? When you really think about it, because we were so used to just being able to do what we want, kind of come and go as we please. And now you really can't do that. So, you know, um, while it's scary stuff like that, you know, I, I hope that everybody out there is remaining safe. I hope those people are thinking about the other people, and you know, just remember while you're home, there's other people who's also home. Again, there's a couple of bad apples who's going to do whatever they want, who's not going to adhere to it. That's going to be that's life, right? When when we were peacefully protesting, there were some people who were looting, but that's not everybody. So mm-hmm. I'm saying that to say, like, don't 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 allow FOMO, don't allow others to peer pressure you to not do what's right or make you feel like you're missing out on something because again a day party isn't worth your life or a day party isn't worth your grandparents life or your children's life or anything like that or or, or them being sick mm-hmm. right because 
from the reports, having COVID is not a fun thing for those who had it and, and, and were able to recover, like loss of taste, loss of smell. They can't breathe. Like, that's not fun for anybody. So Respiratory issues on top of respiratory issues on top yeah. of respiratory And we don't even know what that long-term effect is going to be, right? We don't know if 20 years from now they're going to be like, oh, these people are dying early because they had COVID and whatever, right? So, you know, just try to be mindful of that. Those are kind of my, my major things. So Yeah, just be safe, y'all. Um yeah, just be safe. You know, things are starting to, you know, as things start to open back up, just try carefully. Like, that's ultimately a thing. I don't want you guys to ever listen to us and think that we're coming from a, a pedestal of judgment or, you know, or anything of the sort. But, you know, be responsible and make sure that the the choices that you're making, we're not just thinking about what how things impact us, but how they impact everybody. And if you're going to take risks, you know, make them calculated as much as possible, make them responsible risks as much as possible. If it doesn't have to happen, then maybe you don't do it. Or maybe you do it in a modified way because that's what we've been doing and that's what a lot of people have been doing. And it's just like, you know, we we just have to be mindful and realize that sometimes it's not only about protecting ourselves, but it's about protecting others. So, yeah. But... I mean, listen, we in a land of coronavirus, so even in the last month, the world went to shit, and coronavirus is still very real, and we had a flood. Does that sound like it sums it up? Uh, I felt like you summed it up negatively. Okay. And we- We're alive. And we're happy. We're healthy. Uh, We are happy, did I say that? I said happy. Okay. So Danny said happy. So we're alive. We're healthy. We're happy. Um, we're both working. Our daughter's amazing. So, you know, yeah, we've had some bumps, but those bumps don't mean anything because it can always be worse. So I'd rather be in the situation that I'm in now than any other situation personally. So True. I'm not going to look at the negatives, or at least I, I, I try not to look at the negatives. Again, things can always be worse. And where we're at right now, this is this isn't bad. Like I said, I got my video games. I have my family. I have, we have food, you know, jobs, we have jobs. And that's the most important thing. Cause I, I couldn't imagine being stuck at home, not working. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would lose my mind, you know? So like I said, things can always be worse. So even, even for the people, just remember that it can always be worse. Even when, when you are feeling at your lowest of low, just remember it can always be worse than what you're in. And There's somebody else in the world who's, who's, in a situation worse than yours. And that can help you. Helps me. And it can help sometimes, but even but if you're at your lowest of low points, which is a lot of people have hit this time, you know, just making sure that you're trying to seek help and seek, you know, refuge in whatever way you can as, as safe as possible. Um, and that you're just being, you know, careful, but, you know, you're getting that social and emotional support that you also need and that, and that, interaction that you also need like you know it might have to look different than what you normally expect it might have to be modified to an extent because it might involve mass or plexiglass or you know drive-bys and whatever else but make sure that you're taking care of yourself too because your lowest of lows even though there is somebody experiencing arguably a lower low than you you don't know that person so then that's your, your experience and so you know honor that experience and um, reflect on it and then that way and try to get yourself out and try to do what you have to do so that way you can get out of that low point and move on to an, a, a little bit higher point until you get back to your, your happy place. But um, but yeah, I feel like we said a lot and we updated folks and we let them know where we stood on things and I, folks, I hope that you enjoyed this episode because, you know, forgive us if we're a little rusty, <laughs> but I think we did all right. Um, and yeah, like as TJ said, our episodes are now going to be dropping on Monday. So check your wherever you listen to your podcast on Monday mornings because that is where they will be. Um, but yeah, I think we could put a bow on the sucker. What do you think, baby? I think we can too. Let's uh, wrap it up. All right. Well, this has been yet another episode of Lovers Quarrel. Um, before anything else, I want to definitely again shout out my baby cousin Anaya, who has been. 
um, killing it with our snippets, our promo, our ads. Um, make sure you check her out. We'll put her information in the show notes. Go follow her. She is a quadruple threat. She is a dancer, a singer, actress, and a content manager slash slash creator. Uh, I don't know what to call that last part, but yeah, basically she is a creative's creative. Um, and um, make sure you follow her and you know that you can always follow us on Instagram at Lovers Quarrel Show. You can follow us on Twitter at Lovers Quarrel 7 and you can email us your thoughts, your feelings, your headaches, your heartaches at loversquarrelshow at gmail.com. Folks, make sure that you like, share, follow, tag, subscribe, comment, rate, review, argue, praise, do all of the things with us on any of those platforms, um, including our YouTube page. We're going to try and really be pushing more stuff out to there too, so that way you can see us in the fray. Um, but that's, that's pretty much it, y'all. Just stay safe and stay sane. And you know, as always, I am your girl, Danny. And I'm your guy, TJ. And you know that we fuss. And we fight. But, but we, we love. love. Bye. Bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.